It is amazing how much news there is out of Sri Lanka. I made some notes about a story out of Sri Lanka, and I was trying to I was trying to look for it. I had it in my email, and then a whole bunch of other emails with the word Sri Lanka in it came up. I said, "Boy." I had no idea about how much about Sri Lanka I actually email. What a, and that is the subject of our very first... The Other Side of Midnight presents Denunciations. I must denounce Sri Lanka. Thousands of candidates are protesting the postponement of local elections in Sri Lanka after the government said there was no money to pay for the polls. This is so totally bogus. The opposition party is protesting. There's all sorts of other candidates that are protesting. I mean, this is not a solution. You find another way to do this election. Well, we don't have the money to do this election, so we're just going to cancel them? This is maybe a reason to uh, keep in mind budget-saving electoral strategies like ranked choice voting, and others, but this is absolutely absurd. I want to denounce, so Sri Lanka, I do denounce you. I must also denounce the cold-hearted, shady teenagers that actually stole from an eight-year-old Upper West Side boy's sidewalk lemonade stand. These Little juvenile delinquents waited until little Julian Lynn had his back turned on Sunday to snatch his money jar containing as much as $150, and they made off on two scooters. This is just terrible. So the little boy told the website, I love the Upper West Side.com, I feel disappointed in humanity. I didn't realize that someone would want to rob an eight-year-old. Police said the heartless theft took place around 3.20 in the afternoon on Columbus Avenue near West 70th Street when the two teens pulled up and asked for some lemonade. When Julian turned his back, they snatched the jar and sped off, leaving the boy empty-handed. The teens are still on the loose. Uh, I hope they find these juvenile delinquents. And uh, this guy, this youngster, goes by the professional name Julian Businessman. And he seems like a great kid. Reminds me of myself. He favors bow ties and neckties when on the job. And he's been out there bootstrapping since he was four. Folding boxes at a local bakery, mopping classroom floors to helping out a neighborhood fruit stand. He just loves working. He loves everything about working. I uh, Local merchants who've gotten a helping hand from Julian said they're sad, but they're sure he'll bounce back. I don't know if there's a GoFundMe for this young man, but I'm going to give him a couple of bucks. If uh, we can set one up, if there's not, I'm sure there already is. But uh, I hope they catch these kids and I hope their parents give them a stiff talking to and maybe even a little more than that. I want to denounce the Criterion Channel. The Criterion Channel has a release of one of the greatest films ever made, The French Connection. And we've spoken with uh, one of the stars of that film Tony Lobianco on this program many times. Another one of the stars of that film, Gene Hackman, is one of my absolute favorite actors. We did a whole tribute to him on his birthday. I've never met him, never spoken to him, but he's one of my favorites. And we have seen the wokeification 
of works of art before. We've seen it with Agatha Christie, Ian Fleming, even Willy Wonka. Well, now, the new version of the French Connection put out by Criterion, they have exactly 10 minutes and 5 seconds into the film deleted a scene which is pretty integral in establishing the kind of person Popeye Doyle is. Doyle dares to utter the N-word, the racial epithet that can end careers and destroy lives. And we see early in the film that Popeye Doyle is not exactly cuddly or even fully likable. But if you get a new copy of the movie, you're not going to see that at all. They, the messed with sequence begins at the 9 minute and 42 second mark during the film's first act. And he drops off paperwork, puts on his overcoat, walks out to the main door, flexes his hand. And then Roy Scheider's Cloudy follows, but at exactly 10.05, a passage that used to be part of the film is no longer there. And it's... It, it basically, it's Gene Hackman's character, Doyle, saying, never trust a blank, an N-word. And that's a terrible thing to say, but you know what? It's a movie. And the fact is, there are some cops that speak like that, especially in the early 1970s there was. So for them to edit out from a movie that's over a half a century old, it's absurd. It is absolutely absurd, and Criterion Collection, I do, or Criterion Channel, I do denounce you. I must also denounce the person poisoning Afghan girls who have the audacity to go to school. Sure enough, around 60 Afghan girls were hospitalized after being poisoned, poisoned at their school in northern Afghanistan. The poisoning which targeted a girls' school in, the, in an Afghan province comes after intense scrutiny of girls' education. The fact of the matter is, uh, I know nobody's supposed to say this culture is superior to that culture. The fact of the matter is, Western civilization is superior to fundamentalist Islam culture. Western society and Western civilization is far superior to the Sharia theocracy that is now in place in Afghanistan. They don't respect women. They don't even let girls go to school up until high school anymore. They can only go to primary school. And the girls that are actually trying to learn how to read and get an education, they're being poisoned. So I don't know who's responsible for this poisoning, but whoever it is, I do denounce you. I must also denounce... Austria's Social Democratic Party. The elections clearly are rigged in Austria by incompetence. The Social Democrats said they declared the wrong candidate as the winner of a nail-biting party election over the weekend. Instead of Hans-Peter Daskozil, the populist governor of of the eastern Bergenland region, leftist small-town mayor Andreas Babler will take charge of the country's oldest party. About 600 delegates voted at their party convention on Saturday. Dos Gazil celebrated what appeared to be a clear victory with 53% of the vote. In fact, Babbler won with 53% of the vote, not Dos Gazil. 
They said that Doskozil said he would accept the new result, even though it was a difficult day. They just said there was a technical problem. Now, 600 people is not that many people. You can't count the votes accurately for who's going to be the head of your party. Austrian Social Democrats, that does not bode well for your competence in terms of serving in the government. I do denounce you. I must also denounce Germany. A lot of international denunciations today. I didn't realize that. A Ukrainian national who lives in Cologne and hopes to get a Russian passport soon, Elena Kolbasenikova, was looking at a prison sentence in Germany of up to three years or a heavy fine after she spoke out in support of the war of aggression in Ukraine at a pro-Russia motorcade that she herself organized. The court took into account that the, the fact that the mother of two is currently unemployed and demanded only $963 as a fine. But this is, I don't care if they made her pay a dollar. They convicted her and fined her because she sided with Russia over Ukraine in this war. She didn't do anything. She didn't commit sabotage or anything like that. She, this is ridiculous. This is an overt and complete attack on free speech. And given the number of Germans that killed the number of Russians during World War II, you'd think they'd be a little bit more sensitive about allowing people to express their view. And it left her chilled. She says, I live on and will tell the truth. And in that sense, I consider myself innocent. She was ready to be punishment. Excuse me. She said she was ready to be punished if it meant the liberation of Ukraine from the Nazis, by which she apparently means the Ukrainian government. And, um, you know, she's been called Putin's fangirl by the German media. She's become the face of supporters of Putin in Germany. She's organized a number of large scale events. And all she did, as far as I'm concerned, is express her opinion. And. For that, she gets fined. Some country Germany is. Some country. I must also denounce sucralose. Sucralose. Some of you may have heard Dr. Peter Mikolos talking about this the other day. Uh, Sucralose is a chemical in Splenda. It has been found in a new study to cause significant health effects. Sucralose, I do denounce you. I want to denounce Instantgram. Instantgram, a.k.a. Instagram. Explosive Wall Street Journal story revealing that sexualized accounts on Instagram are brazen and Instagram's algorithms connect and promote a vast network of pedophiles interested in underage sex content. And as far as we can tell, Meta, one, didn't dispute the Wall Street Journal story and they also still haven't done anything about it. Uh, I am denouncing the PGA for their merger with uh, the LIV Golf Tour. And it looks like this deal may be dead on arrival because of antitrust reasons. It looks like this deal is not only unethical, it may very well be illegal. And I am hoping that the Department of Justice stops this on antitrust grounds. And finally, I must denounce Myrtle Beach. Myrtle Beach has been ranked as the city with the worst hotel reviews in the entire country that's right if you want a city with poor hotel reviews myrtle beach is the city 